Welcome to episode four of Sneaky Athletic. This week we're going to kind of cover an array of topics. Um, kind of like another out of the NFL, but we're going to bounce back. We're going to see what we can do. We're going to cover a little UFC. This weekend was fun, some good fights. Um, still some NFL moves, even though it's not not the season, some fun stuff to talk about. Um, get into the AAF a little bit, um, whether it's fun to watch or not. Talk potentially some Grammys, NBA, um, our regular su- subjects. Did you prepare for the Grammys? No, I, I mean, we can talk about them right now. They suck. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. that's all I want to cover. All right, so that's what we're going to talk about this week. But first, um, let me read an ad from our sponsor. Um, this week, once again, we're brought to you by the Fertilizer Service Company. They got fertilizer. You know, the good shit. Located in God's Country, Northwest Missouri, they offer a ton of services like application of dry fertilizers as well as complete line of mixed liquid fertilizers, farm chemicals, custom applications, anhydrous ammonia, and grid sampling. Hit them up at 660-686-2402 if you need that good shit. Fertilizer Service Company, trusted since 1956. This episode is also sponsored by John Wick and Bill Belichick, both men of focus, commitment, and sheer force of will. Baba Yaga, the boogeyman. All right, let's get started. Bowed my soul, I gave it all, but loving you was never easy. Okay. Is that it? We, we can, what do you want to, you ready? Yeah, let me jump in. I thought I was going to get to hear it. Oh, no, I don't play it. <sighs> wow. Okay. All right. Snap again and I'll go. How you doing this week, man? I'm doing pretty good. Got got a lot on my plate, but I'm excited. I feel you. I feel you. I definitely am being, being very comfortable in 2019, you know? Yeah, I can tell you're looking comfy right now. I'm trying. This is like... Just a move, man. That that sweater flannel combo is beautiful. Yeah, I mean, you look good rocking it. That I like that one you're wearing right now. You say that's your pops? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Stole it. Stole out of his closet for sure. It's a thrift store special. Man, it's better. 100% yeah, no, free. broken in. Well, yeah, beautiful. and free. Yeah, free's more important than anything else. Who you mad at this week? Oh, oh, my beef of the week, Zion Williamson. Ooh. He's too fucking good. Okay. That block against Virginia, he jumped up to the rafters, tore down any of the retired numbers, and then blocked the shot on the way down. I think we could do it if we had a scissor lift and you were on my shoulders. Maybe. Like, I slowed it down and watched. His hand was above the box on the backboard. Like, the, wow. the square. Man. Yeah. And sent it, sent it like 15 rows deep, too. We're not that sneakily athletic. No, that not that's all. not sneaky. <laughs> that's like overtly athletic. Yeah, but he's so big. He's huge. He's a horse. Well, my beef has been a long time coming. Okay, I'm excited. Zodiac haters, mm. get out of here. Let me preface preface this by saying 
I don't agree with the daily horoscopes. That's very, no, it's you know. too general. Exactly. But I've kind of adapted your policy as well as mine, so go ahead and tell the people why you believe. Yeah, so I think that Zodiac signs, it, it, they do affect you somewhat because um, obviously like when you're born, the moon or the the sun, the Earth's axis is going to be tilted a different way, so gravity is going to have an effect on the Earth a different way. Well, the moon controls the tides. And our bodies are made up of water. How much? Uh, roughly between 60-70% water. And how much of the earth? Well, about the same. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy how that works. So if something can control the tides, I'm sure it has an effect on your emotions to a certain degree. Absolutely. And I think that kind of adding on to that, those tides, seasons, because of the rotations, people act certain ways in the winter. We don't go out as much. In the summer, we're out more. Spring, you're excited. Whatever babies are born in that time, then, you know, they're going to have different socialization. And I think that that's a very, like, vital part of the childhood development. And so, you know, it's definitely kind of a retroactive thing on my end. But I absolutely think that they coincide and go hand in hand and just try to disprove it. Look it up. Yeah, you're way more into it than I am, but I do have some belief into it. Well, I'm Gemini to a T. Like, my whole thing is so accurate. God, you're such a Gemini. All right. Okay. Well, uh, what's your lifestyle tip? Okay, pick your battles. All right. So I really got mad at something, but I realized that I couldn't talk about what I got mad about. So I decided to do a very good counterbalanced argument here. Uh, Good in my own opinion, but hopefully other people think so too. So, for example, with Hillary's emails and everybody complaining about that over the election, like, all right. I get your point, but you probably should have been a little bit more specific of, like, heightened awareness of personal privacy, cyber threat measures, you know, like, that would have, like, gripped people a little bit more. What kind of also got me mad on the other side is plastic straws, you know? Like, why don't you, you know, push this energy into a community outreach of, you know, building up better just repertoire for throwing your stuff away, recycling, and... On top of all that, you also could make recycling jobs, you know? Like, we could come across the aisle if we were just a little bit smarter about how we presented ourselves. Interesting. I like that. I was frustrated. Yeah, I could tell. Uh, What about you? Mine is learn how to do your fucking taxes. Now, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for coming off hot because this is mainly a shot at myself. Well, you called me out, too. Yeah, I mean, I just don't know how to do them. And, like, my mom's always like, well, what... Do you have this form or I need that? I'm like, I don't even know what any of that means. She just starts throwing letters and numbers out, and it's like she's speaking Chinese. Like, I just do not know. And so it just frustrates me. Like, today she asked me for, like, a 1098T, and I was like... They I just throw shit together. Yeah, I was like, I, one, what'd you just make up? <laughs> like, two, where do I find that? What do I do? So my lifestyle tip for not only all of you, but mainly myself is learn how to do your taxes i'll have to take that to heart yeah i don't want to incriminate incriminate myself though yeah it's a terrible season to this type of year doing your taxes that sucks but then you get if you if you do get a tax refund balling balling all summer all summer long just like baseball is about to start okay so we got some new rule changes tell me what you think 
Every pitcher has to face at least three batters now. I like it. Uh, why? Because the Royals have a shitty bullpen. Uh, no, that's okay. not really it. But um, I do think baseball is such a game of strategy, and giving these top-tier managers another thing that they have to manage around, I really like. It makes the game deeper for people who truly enjoy it, not just you know someone who watches the Home Run Derby. But when when you have the ability to late in a series just pull a guy in, get one batter, I think it kind of levels the playing field, makes it more interesting. But they're not doing that. Like you just contradicted yourself. They'll pull a guy in, and, and you have, have to face three batters. I know. I'm saying that in the. I like that more than just coming in and having him get one batter in the bottom of the eighth. Uh, okay. Like make him pitch into the ninth. All right. Like I'm, it makes it makes your moves count. Like you have they to mean make a it a little bit more. Yeah. What you're saying. Yeah, I get that. I I don't agree with it uh, because I like the chess match that they're kind of playing there of, you know, I'm going to send one guy out because this guy has a tendency to knock it the hell out of here. But at the same time, definitely baseball's too slow. You just can't deny that. But their other rule change, long overdue. I don't know why other leagues haven't done it. The disabled list is now the injured list because they didn't want to be discriminatory against those groups of people. And why is everyone not doing that? Yeah, I mean, I think that's smart. Absolutely. I just comes across clean. Baseball's finally made a step in the right direction versus yeah. everyone else, but I mean it is America's sport. It takes us a while to a while to figure out those situations. Is it America's sport because we spent Sunday watching football again? Yeah, I can't can't not watch football. When football's on, even if it's the AAF or whatever league's gonna come next, you know. What did you like about it? What didn't you like about it? So the pace of play is much better, so they don't kick off. Right. The teams just get the ball at the 25. No extra points either. No extra points. Yep, I love that. Yeah, exciting. Yeah, like, it it creates, you know, those weird scores. Like, I kind of looked at the scores from Saturday on Sunday morning, and I was like, why did this team score 16 points? Why did this, you know? But, I mean, I enjoy it. I like the onside kick rule. It is that. So, and if you want to kick an onside kick... You get the ball, you're 35, 4th and 12. If you get it, you get the ball. I love that. Yeah. Wow. I do kind of miss the opening kickoff, but I don't like the other ones. Yeah, there's also like a stupid ceremonial placing of the ball that they do, and it's pretty dumb. Just send a dog out there. Yeah. Everybody will love it more. But what I love the most is seeing players come out, and you're like, oh my god, that guy's still playing. Like, well, he's not. That's why. Yeah, he's there. I know. But like, he's still trying to give it a shot. I mean, the quarterbacks. I think the contracts are like three hundred thousand a year. Wow. I I think the thing that I took away from it on that same page was Trent Richardson is really bad still. Oh my god, he had the most Trent Richardson stat line of all time. It was like twenty three carries for sixty two yards and two touchdowns. He just gets the ball and looks like he's on closes it. his eyes. Yeah, he's just on a fall immediately. <laughs> he's just huge and closes his eyes, and that worked in high school and in college when you have the best offensive line in the country. It was rough watching him as a Colts fan, and the years wasted. Well, and some of these AAF games are rough too. I mean, that's that's also the downside is they're not very good. Lots of potential though. I think. Yeah. No, for sure. There's there's definitely some upside. And I'll be excited to see once these coaches kind of get rolling and these teams get fan bases, see where it goes. A lot more 
name brand coaches than I thought. Yeah. Which was nice. Steve Spurrier mic'd up was sick. Yeah, they need to keep He's doing like, that. Tell them to catch it this time. Oh, and one last thing. So when plays go under review, the person up in the booth that reviews it, yeah, is mic'd up, and that was awesome. Oh, it makes it so much better because it kind of gives them a humanity of that's just a regular guy down there where everybody becomes this, you know, quarterback couch person who's just all over it and thinks they know everything. Yeah, no, I loved it. There was a lady who I actually watched the video of it. She was the um, reviewing official, and she changed her mind mid-review. Like, she started out, and she's like, oh, not a catch, not a catch. And she watched it, like, two more times. She's like, check that. It's a catch. And it was electric one because she just <laughs> flipped the switch. But it also it, it gives you reasoning behind the reviews because sometimes they just come out and be like, oh, it was or wasn't a catch, and you're like, why? Yeah, why? it's like your like, parents. I, like, like, when you see because your, I said no. Yeah, when you see the thought process, it, like, makes the game more enjoyable. 100%. For sure. So there's also a couple of other football-related news stories. Um, Antonio Brown basically saying F you to the Steelers. I mean, do you blame him? Uh, I, if I'm the Steelers, though, I'm doing that way earlier. Like, they should have said later. Yeah, they're dealing with a ton of drama with Le'Veon Bell, who recently on a Snapchat story had joint wraps and a torch. Man's got to do what he's got to do. Yeah, I mean, clearly he's going to continue to do it as well. Like, he doesn't care. He's operating on a higher plane. <sighs> he's something. He wants a bajillion dollars for a position that deserves to be paid minimum wage. Oh, 100%. What about Juju and John Wall? Like, they might shoot it out. Yeah. John Wall was saying, you know, you a funny boy, but meet me outside. Like, John Wall is one of the most gang-affiliated men in the NBA. Yeah. Like, he... He's been shown to throw up gang signs in like in celebratory like fashion. I love that his gang signs like he has the whole arsenal. Like there's some mm-hmm. guys that they just walk out and they're like, you know, throw up one or two. Like I could do that. No. But John Wall, yeah, he is speaking sign language. Yeah, it literally look I try to imitate it, my hand spasms. Cramps. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> you wanna talk about Kareem? Uh, we can mention it, yeah. So Kareem Hunt picked up by the Browns. Um this move, the after I read about it, made sense because John Dorsey is with the Browns now. Um, this is what I'm excited about is your conspiracy. Yeah, we'll get to that later. I'm going to okay. tuck it away. But the move makes sense from a front office standpoint when you're looking at who's there. But the Browns have two good running backs already, so I'm not really sure where they're going with that. But like, you probably don't have to pay Kareem Hunt anything. Well, I realized this last weekend with the NBA that there is a lot more mind games going on than I ever thought. Um, the wind horse thing, whenever he was talking about New Orleans, definitely leaked all these offers from L.A. just to kind of, you know, they're playing 4D chess while L.A.'s playing checkers. Yeah. That was a wonderful offer. The thing is, at the end of the day, none of those guys are even close to Anthony Davis, nor will be. So I get why they're waiting, but absolutely it's just an information war. We're in a cold war. Yeah, world. and it led to the Lakers losing by 40 points. Yeah. The booze helped. Yeah. Uh, shout out Indiana. That was hilarious. But I definitely think that LeBron just is kind of losing it. You saw it with that post about Harrison Barnes and him, you know, complaining up and down about shouldn't be traded during the game. They informed Harrison Barnes before the game started, and he said, I want to dress out. Yeah. If you trade me during the game, I'll sit and, like, you know, LeBron wants to be the poster boy for it, but he kind of stepped over his line there. Yeah, he's he's out there trying to play his own mind games all the time. I mean, he's 
player, coach, owner, all the above at all the time. So, I mean, you just see it. You see it year after year where he's doing all this stuff, getting his own coaches fired, you know, getting mad at the owner, the management. That was all the time in Cleveland. So he does it year in, year that's out. That's today's NBA, though. True, I think but he, he started it. That's fair. And he infected Kyrie, and I think that Boston's kind of out of the running in the East now. Yeah, well, Gordon Hayward, I, I picked up a little bit on Twitter. He's evidently playing pretty well tonight. He's back. Well, I heard that uh, his League of Legends game went really well last night, so he mm. must have got plenty of rest. Yeah, probably pissed about having another girl, too, so he's playing extra hard. <laughs> he's got to get that testosterone yeah, up. something. But I do want to talk about Philly and their little move with getting Tobias Harris, sending out some picks. They now probably have, besides the Warriors, the best starting five in the NBA. Arguably, but who would you pick in a series between Golden State and the Sixers? Well, here's the thing. is Whenever you look at Philly, they added the shooters that they needed. They have the young talent of Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Warriors, and four. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's that simple. If they go to a fifth game, people will be, like, rioting in the streets. Honestly, though, I do think that this year is the best year. You know, LeBron, like, put the team on his back, and we didn't expect it, but this year I do think that Toronto, Philly, or Milwaukee all matches up okay with them. The thing is, is the Warriors just have that other switch in the playoffs. Do you see them not caring? Right, exactly. Like, they could just, like, let it slip. That's the only. Th- that's the only reasonable thing I could see happen is they don't do the like, oh, turn it on, go like twelve and four in the playoffs. What is like the advantage of that though? I don't know. I don't know if they're tired or if the locker room breaks up. That's about the only thing. I'm just trying to make up excuses for them to lose. <laughs> like, I don't know if Katie's ego will dream on. Yeah, let that a happen. Fit. I don't know. So we had some other winners of the weekend. Uh, Mavericks kept making good moves. Harrison Barnes and what we talked about last week. Clippers got a lot of good picks, but most importantly, there is something that hasn't happened since LeBron went to Miami in 2010. What is that? Double max contract space on three different teams this year. Uh, New York Knicks, um, we're looking at L.A. Clippers, and we're looking at the Brooklyn Nets. L.A. Had, LA Lakers only has one, but whenever we saw those two max contracts last time, those boys kind of bargained. We got the big three with Bosh, Wade, LeBron down there. Mm-hmm. They're really putting all their chips in. What's going to happen over the summer is going to be huge. I think a lot of people are going to get bought out. That's another thing to look at. Um, besides that, I really don't have much more. I just think it's interesting that there's going to be another superstar tandem that we're not going to expect this time next year. I'm more excited for NBA Twitter this summer than I am for the NBA NBA championship, like the finals. Being an NBA guy, I can't say that. But whenever you're just sitting there waiting for you know the guys, Woj, Shams, like – I, it just gives me a thrill. This 50-year-old man tweeting about NBA news is ruining my <laughs> life. But, you know, it's all right. Fair I'll move enough. on from it. What do you want to talk about now? Uh, I, besides Russ, uh, which I used to be a huge hater of, he's turned every criticism about him around. And him and PG have paired super well. I think that's going a little bit too unnoticed. Um, obviously, PG is playing good, but we're no longer – bitching about Russ being a ball hog or, you know, taking all the stats. 
and I think that's an important thing to look at as he's kind of changed his gameplay and his style to a more uh, team-appropriate thing. Fair. Yeah, no, Paul George is definitely balling out. Only person to beat James Harden whenever James Harden in points scored per game when James scores 40. I'm sick and tired of talking about James Harden being good, so I'm glad Paul George is stepping it up. Well, I hate to break it to you, but he's good. Yeah, he is. Well, let's get some anger out then. Let's talk about the fights. Okay, perfect. A great transition. Um, So this weekend, a Mortal Kombat-esque fight. The promos were great. Yeah. Where they just had him going as anime characters. Yeah, throwing like fireballs and shit. Loved it. The the UFC, we've talked about this before, we'll talk about it again. Every week they get better at promoting fights, at getting asses in the seats. It is awesome. More entertaining things. Like, whenever we started to watch, you know, we just caught the highlights of it, but whenever we started to watch it, like, Anderson Silva looks like the uncle that you played around with as a kid that just kicked the shit out of you, you know? And, like, you tried your damnedest, but it didn't really matter. Mm -hmm. And, like, he's just getting hit in the face and taking it right off the chin. Yeah, he'll just drop his hands and take a couple. Yeah. And they're doing these, like, spinning kicks. And what I love about it is, like, they're waving each other and they're taunting each other in the ring, which is seems like it's a big no-no in boxing. Like, you don't do that. Well, it's a rich white man sport, yeah, and we must be pristine and clean while we beat the living shit out of each other. Yeah, <laughs> and it, and it sucks. I'm so for all for the UFC, and that fight was awesome. Um, we just keep improving. Like we had the little Connor ordeal, and then we have Silva coming back. Like I just want to see what happens next week. They're gonna let that guy fight um, Jones or whoever keeps failing his drug test. He's yeah. going to get to... John Bones Jones. Yeah. They're just, they just don't care. Yeah. I mean, eventually, he, him and Cormier are going to fight, and that's going to be awesome. we got some Mizzou guys coming up that are going to be fighting. Askren's going to be a making good... his premiere. But, and, and the guy who just beat Silva, Adesanya, he's 16-0. and 0. Oh, really? Yeah. See, that's the other thing, is like in boxing, we talked about the, you know, outcomes are a little weird, and yeah. they end up having those guys who, you know, have losses. It's more entertaining if yeah. they're going to lose for the first time. Yeah, like it, and it kind of made sense Anderson Silva was going to lose this week. Like, I think he was 34 and 8. He's 38 as well. Yeah, like, it's like, all right, he's at the end. He's just trying to, ma- he can still sell these big fights. He hasn't fought in years. Yeah, he can still sell these big fights, but, like, he's probably going to lose. And now you got an up and comer who, beating ass he's landing hard punches really gave it to him so i have an anderson silva story that i love telling whenever i always talk about him because he's my favorite ufc guy so whenever i was growing up went to go watch an anderson silva fight we told my buddy's mom whose house we were staying at oh hey we're going to watch the fights Eleven thirty comes around you know those things start late and she texts us and she's like hey why aren't you guys home yet my buddy texts her back fights are about to start be there shortly we get a call three minutes later, both of us. She is just screaming, red-faced on the phone. Who's fighting? How are they doing that? Where is his dad? What's going on? Yeah, like, I mean, I can hear her, and I am four feet away from yeah. the phone. She shows up at the house, and we're all just sitting on the couch watching yeah. the TV. Eating some popcorn. <laughs> oh, absolutely. We just let her walk into it. We, yeah. you know, egged her on until it got there. So. Yeah, you're like, um, the UFC fights. It's mixed martial arts. Well, those 12- and 13-year-olds can be dangerous. For sure. 
puberty, man. We're all jacked up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> all right, so do you want to wrap up with a couple segments? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. What do you want to do first? Um, let's do our Google this. Please go first. Okay, I'll <laughs> go first. So mine's kind of an interesting topic that um, is once again football related because I'm infatuated with football, but. This story goes pretty deep. I'm going to pull it up my laptop just so I can kind of get a little more background on it. But so if you just want if you just google Bob Costas concussions, um this story dropped this weekend and it, it's kind of crazy how much power the NFL has that as a common man, you don't really like you don't really realize it, but well the lizard people. Yeah. Well, and uh Roger Dell's a dictator. Yeah, I mean, he's it's crazy. A, you know, just zip it down the middle of the forehead mm-hmm. and take the skin off. But he, so Get Bob Costas last year said, um, dealing with the Super Bowl promotions and stuff, um, he, he quote said, the reality is this game destroys people's brains, not everyone's, but a substantial number. And he was um, removed abruptly from covering last year's Super Bowl. And NBC did it, but it was clearly the NFL saying not to. And he's finally come out and he's talking about it. It's really weird, though, because he's, like, wanting to really control the story. And he's not just, like, letting it get out. Well, he is a very respected reporter. That, I mean, there's that side of it. But it was just kind of weird how it how it came out. Um, and it was later. And I think he's just decided, like, he makes enough money. And it doesn't matter. He can kind of tell him to screw off. But it shows that the NFL is really, really, really self-conscious about letting news get out about head trauma. Well, I think it's their biggest Achilles heel. Has you know, to be. Stain. It absolutely is going on. It's terrible. We moved on from the pill epidemic, which still is going on some, but this is obviously way more prevalent and worse, and I just think that it's something that they need to buck up. And, you know, people's lives are getting torn apart because of that. Yeah, I mean... It's it's not. It's I think they're starting to handle it, so it's not as big of an epidemic as it was maybe a decade ago. Um, but it's still their their biggest issue. Yeah, big shout out Will Smith for that. Yeah. So tell you... the truth. <laughs> tell the truth. That's pretty bad. Are but... you ready for this big left hand turn? Okay. So, I was in an argument the other day about the color of the cat from Alice in Wonderland. The real iconic one with mm-hmm. the big eyes. Yeah. And it's like a pinkish, dark purple. So, you know, we got really infuriated. We were intoxicated. I decided to Google it. Shocked. What year do you think Alice in Wonderland came out? I'm going to give you two options. 1951, 1976. 76. Incorrect. It is 1951. But I made the same mistake you did. Guess what Alice in Wonderland came out in 1976? Which one? The X-rated porno. Oh. 6.4 on IMDb. Don't get your hopes Ooh. up. Yeah. Not a 6.9? Nice. You know, people really should have. Yeah. But what the hell is going on there? Just something I stumbled into. Uh, didn't really look into it that much. Wasn't interested. Um, but it was, it was interesting enough to Why kinda... did they wait 25 years to make a spinoff? Plot holes, probably. Yeah, and the porno game was probably pretty slow back then. I have no idea what the porno game was like back then. I don't want to know. I'm really curious. No. 
I mean, it, people were loved magazines, man. You couldn't yeah. get me to read a magazine if I was sitting in a doctor's office for four hours without my cell phone by myself. Jesus, that's like that's I'll read purgatory. A I'll read a book, but yeah, it's nonsensical. Back when Playboy was actually a thing, there's such I'm a still alive. fire now. <laughs> now speaking right. of 69, shout out our Instagram follower account. We've got 69 followers now. We're moving up. Please, nice. please keep the love going. I love the Twitter. I love the comments on there. Mm-hmm. Um, email us still. Yeah, for sure. So, want to go fake takes? Yeah, yeah. All right, fake takes. I'll start out. We were talking about those. I got four of them. How many you got? I got three. You start out. Mizzou coach Barry Odom more than relieved after hearing about the team's bowl restriction sanctions. <laughs> That's definitely going to help him get another big contract. <laughs> um, so, talking about those punk kids earlier, they're going to be excited about this one. God. Surgeon General has stated that juuling is actually good for you. Smoke up, kids. Get off my cloud. Smoke up, Johnny. <laughs> Trevor, Corey. Lavar Ball's name in Spanish is to wash balls. That's not even Ooh, fake. That's a literal translation? Yeah. <laughs> Tight. That ball washer. Um, Jamarcus Russell has been picked up by the Memphis Express, the AAF team. Now, this came from Twitter. I thought it was real. Fake Bleacher Report account. I'm going to steal that. That's It got me. I was excited. I was like, what are we going to see? I remember see? you telling me. Yeah. I bit for a second. You know, we all get got sometimes. Yeah, you got to check for the blue check mark. Dwayne Wade pawned his matching BFF bracelet after LeBron calls himself, Kyrie, and AD the new big three. Yikes. Close to home. So my last fake take is my Kareem Hunt conspiracy theory. Love it. So John Dorsey drafts Kareem Hunt, loves him. He's a workhorse, top five NFL running back. John Dorsey gets fired, goes to Cleveland. Kareem Hunt gets in trouble in Cleveland. At a hotel. John Dorsey. Were they partying together? Sure. Yeah. They definitely were partying together. That makes it way better. Um, So then John Dorsey sits on this camera footage. He pays him to hold it, hold it, hold it. Pays him to dump it. Give it to TMZ. Releases it. Knows Kareem Hunt will be kicked out of the league. Right when the Chiefs are doing really well. Wow. Crazy. Knows that he'll get kicked out. Slip scream hunt a little money. Stay under the radar. Stay off social media. Don't do anything dumb for a while. Guess what? We'll pick you up. We'll get you a contract. We'll get you back in the league. And we'll move these guys. Duke Johnson. Yeah, get him out of here. Nick Chubb. No, no, no. You. Those are video game characters. Yeah. You, Cream Hunt. You read, You led the NFL in rushing. You'll be our guy. Whoa. Wow. My brain is all over the wall behind me. If Stephen A. Smith heard me say that, he'd say, stay off the weed. I don't think he would know that Kareem Hunt wasn't on the Chiefs anymore. Yeah, he is the worst NFL or just football in general analyst. So I'm about to ruin all credibility of myself again. I'm on the last one here. Magic Johnson pulls out all the stops in his final trade proposal with everyone on the team but LeBron, the Lakers' next 20 draft picks, and a vial of his blood. Oh, Jesus. I gotta get dark. Okay. Yeah, that got dark. Love that humor. So, that wraps us for this week? Absolutely. 
Yeah, so next week... Please wrap it if you didn't get it. Yeah. So next week, um, we'll cover the NBA All-Star game. We're going to do a NBA All-Star game draft of the big three. The big three. The Office, Parks and Rec, and How I Met Your Mother. We can only draft people from that cast. Uh, How many do you want to do? Five, seven? Yeah. Seven. Seven? All right, yeah. Um, we'll figure out some fun way to figure out who goes first. Yeah, we'll Look format on it. The social media. But yeah, I'm excited about that. I already know who my first pick's going to be. What do you want to bet? We'll let them know next week. Yeah, we'll figure that out in the meantime. Um, but hopefully some more fun news happens we can cover. Yeah, it really after football went down and the trade deadline, man, I'm bored. Yeah, but now it's our time to shine. Now is where we get creative. Yep. Yep. All right. See you guys next week. You want to do the chicken dance next week? On air? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. We can do that. Innovative. Sounds good. Cutting edge. All right. See you guys next week for episode five. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Email us at sneakyathleticpod at gmail.com. Leave us a five-star review and please, please, please subscribe. Send us money. We will link Venmos, Cash Apps. We got it all. See you guys next week. If you want sponsors, bring them this way. I love you, Mom. I really need deodorant, please. Also another shout-out to Danny Graves and the guys at Graves Farms LLC. They're great people doing even better things for an amazing community, and uh, they're also helping us out. Sneaky at the